Welcome to this week's episode of the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Ashwin. I'm joined by DJ. DJ, it's been funny. We've been kind of going from these crazy highs, the Asia Cup, the announcement of the T20 World Cup squad, to a week where India didn't actually play. India men didn't actually play any cricket, and so we'll get a chance to talk a little bit about the women's series and preview the Australia T20s. But how are you doing? Did you need a little bit of a break, or are you ready to go straight into the next season of cricket, which leads us straight into the World Cup? No, I'm 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 pretty excited. The India T20 jersey has just been revealed, so I'm going to be playing. Facing my pre-order because, as you guys know, I'm going to be in Australia this time next month, right? To watch the T20 World Cup, which is going to be exciting. So I've uh, just ordered a a, a jersey, and um, yeah, it's uh, things. There's still things to talk about, even in a week where India men haven't played, right? Like like the confusing press conferences uh, our skipper has just put out with conflicting signals, and uh, 15 years of the hitman, as SS98 in the comments has just pointed out. Yeah, that's all. I didn't actually realize that. So thank you for the comment. But what does that mean? 15 years since Rohit made his debut? I assume so. It must be, right? Because 2007, yeah. he must have made his debut in 2007. So it's uh, 2022. Yeah, what a career it's been for uh, and, the and India all-format skipper. And of course, lots more to come. So yeah, like you said, I, I mean, a very excited for you, but a little jealous of you that you're going to be in Australia. I think that's going to be an amazing You didn't time. get the invite. You just didn't. I did. Up. I did. Unfortunately, travel didn't allow uh, for it this year. But DJ, let's let's maybe start by talking a little bit about the upcoming uh, series against Australia, the men's series. And then in the back half of the show, we'll talk a little bit about the India women's series. It's been a fascinating seesaw against the England women after three T20s and then an ODI that has already concluded. Let's start a little bit with kind of the squad, right? And I'm not going to get into the details of the the India squad for the Australia T20s. Actually, let me first ask you, why are we playing three, 20s, three T20s against Australia, then three T20s against South Africa, and then playing three ODIs as the last three matches we would play before the T20 World Cup? Like, wouldn't it have made more sense to wrap up with T20s so those are fresh and top of mind? What's the, what's the logic in playing three ODIs the week before the World Cup? I don't know whether the guys going to the T20 World Cup are going to be playing those three ODIs, to be honest. I think. Ah, so you think that's unrelated? Then. Yeah, I think it's unrelated. I think the they'll play the T20s against Australia. They'll play the T20s against South Africa. And then they will, uh, they'll rest before they take a bit of a okay. break. Before I don't hate that as much. I think it's just a little silly that we're playing ODIs the week before the T20. Like we've been prepping T20. Anyway, that's not what I was going to ask you about. <laughs> let's start let's start with Muhammad Shami. Not exactly what we expected, I guess, is where I'm going, right? We so he was ruled out, I think it was yesterday, with with COVID. So unable to play the series, unable to, to go uh sorry, to he didn't go to Lucknow for the first T twenty against the Australia team. And who was slotted in as a replacement? Was Omesh Yadav, right? I mean, I've said before I'm a big fan of Omesh the test bowler on this show, but was that what you expect? Like if somebody had asked you to predict if we needed one extra quick bowler, is that where you think in Team India would have gone? Not in... I don't know. I mean, Umran Malik was there. He had uh, Mohsen, who did well in the IPL this year as well. I mean, Navdeep Saini's been around as well. So it wasn't... Umesh isn't an obvious choice, but he had a decent IPL this year. You have to remember, he, he takes wickets with a new ball, uh, particularly as I think you say, when he's wearing a uh, headband, right? Umesh with the headband is a, is a lethal force. And he's played a lot of cricket. He's uh, toured Australia before. He's still in the reserves. He's 
well, he's not actually sorry he's not in the reserves for the australia tour because hopefully shami would have recovered by then but it may have been a chance to look at umran malik a little bit more because he hasn't had a, a full run right in india colors so far but maybe an opportunity missed um, i don't know where, what the status of avesh's injury is is he back as well or he is not in the squad i'm unclear if mm. that's the fever that he had after his pretty bad performances or something else so no comment i'm not no going to speculate as to the status of his All right. but let yeah. me just ask you though if you're a selector or rohit do you think an element of picking up the phone and calling omesh is the fact that we just in the, like obviously the asia cup didn't go the way we wanted right our quick bowling did let us down a little bit now you sit there saying okay bumra and harshal uh, weren't there they'll come back bovi had a, a pretty good series i mean he had a, a five wicket haul and a four wicket haul and then two matches in between that weren't great but do you think that some somewhere the selectors were like listen the youth didn't deliver what we needed them to in the asia cup maybe for this upcoming world cup given that we already have harshal in the squad we we look to more experience just to have more backup experience or was amesh just is amesh not going to play right the squad has bovi Harshal, Cheher and Bumrah already as quicks with Hardik as your fifth. So is Umesh just flying in as a replacement? But not yeah, and he's yeah. a replacement. Plus, Shami will be fit in a month's time, I'd expect. So I don't think Umesh will make the trip down under anyway, right? So, so what's the logic of like of pulling him to come play here? Your <laughs> guess is as good as mine. All right. Man. Silence is... I can't silence silence believe you spent everything. the first six minutes of the show talking about Umesh Yadav. I mean, it's been, this was the headline when I started when I started thinking about what we we're going to talk about. That's I was just, just on shocked. your phone when you've got That's like true. Google Alert set up for Mesh Yadav. Everything India set up colors. just for Mesh. All right, let's talk about this Maybe you can get Manish Pandey in the squad as well. That would make your day. Uh, that would be lovely. I don't actually... I mean, I think I looked through the rest of this the rest of this squad and I don't actually see any other surprises. Right? I'll run through it quickly for you, for us together, DJ. But Rohit, Rahul, Kohli, Surya Kumar Yadav, Deepak Huda, Rishabh Pant and DK as your uh, kind of yeah. core batsman, Hardik Pandya uh, and Akshar Patel, if you will, as your mm-hmm. all-rounders. And then Ravi Ashwin, Chahal, Bhuvi Harshal, Deepak Chahar, Bumrah and Umesh Yadav. So actually we covered a lot of this last week. If you haven't heard us yeah. dig into the squad for the, the World Cup, go back to one uh, episode from one week ago and listen to that because we covered a lot of that. That's the only reason I was I was talking Omesh. So let's say, let's actually, we've got a couple of interesting questions coming in in the comments. One from Obama Chan Studios, which is a funny name. Uh, has Washington, one of our, our Discord uh, listeners. So yeah, so, so, so thank Discord you for fam. listening and for writing in. For those of you who are listening on YouTube live, please take this opportunity to like the stream and hit the subscri- subscribe button. It helps us a lot. But the question is, has Washington been totally forgotten by India selectors. So he says he's been sidelined in the presence of Akshar, but he seems pretty like for like for Jadeja. If IPL merits selection, then he should be ranking right along Patel. Thoughts. And this is something I've said before as well, DJ. So where are you at on Washington? I think he's injured, right? He's had a lot of injury issues. And honestly, um, I actually see Washington as Ashwin's successor uh, in test matches firstly. And then um, T20, He's he would have been in if he hadn't been injured. He's had a lot of injury troubles, to be totally honest. He's He would have been in contention, possibly in place of Ashwin, because he's a bit better with the bat. He can bowl in the power play to start off with. So he would have been fighting for a uh, first 11 spot. Uh, Akshar Patel, interestingly, I don't know whether he's... We're just sort of assuming that he's going to slot in for Jadeja. I don't know whether he he takes that, that spot uh, or whether Huda plays instead of Akshar to be totally honest with you, because we may want to shore up our batting a little bit and Huda can give the two, three overs that uh, you need. And I, I think 
we've been jumping to conclusions slightly that Akshar will just slot into the playing 11. I think there, there will be some rejigging around that uh, in due course, depending on who's available on, on the day. But I don't think he's been forgotten by the selectors coming back to the original question. It's uh, just a case of him being injured and uh, not being fit. And obviously, you can't take a chance on a player that's not 100%, right? I think he's back playing domestic now. So that's good signs for Indian cricket generally. Yeah, I did hear he's back going to play for Tamil Nadu. So hopefully, you know, I remember when he started the English county season, he looked pretty good. It was just, to your point, unfortunate that the injury cut it short. So I think he's 22 years old. If he can figure out his injuries, he obviously has a bright future across the board. I think he'll, yeah, you have anything to add? No, I was saying, speaking of the English county season, did he say Mohamed Siraj? He picked up five on his debut. County I saw, debut. All I saw is the clips that were all around Twitter. It was unbelievable. And he was, he seemed fired up, right? He was, he was so just good. running in hard ball. Yeah, so it's great. I think this is going to be. He got Imam out, I think, as well. So that was oh, did he? Uh, I didn't a nice it, yeah. little India-Pakistan subtext to that. Uh, and I think Jayant Yadav is playing alongside him as well. So nice for Siraj to have some uh, India company. Yeah, agreed. All right, DJ, let's talk a little bit about this article that you seem to be a little baffled by, which is the press uh, conference that uh, that Rohit Sharma gave. So it sounds like you already have a point of view, but I'll just quickly summarize that, uh, you know, Kohli obviously made his... 71st century after a thousand day drought, which we can still celebrate, but it came at the top of the order in T20Is batting for Team India. And so Rohit has just given a press conference where he said, in the World Cup, basically Rahul will open and we are not traveling with a third opener, right? A backup opener. And so Kohli, it can obviously open. He said he opens for his franchise. He's done really well. It's a definite option with us. So essentially saying I believe Rohit and like Rohit obviously will open. So he says Rahul will open with me and Kohli is, will currently bat at three, but it's a good backup option for an opener. Well, no, what but he thoughts? also said we... Kohli will open in some games. What does that oh, mean? Did, did he say that? I'm trying to look through the, I'm not looking at the headlines. I'm looking through like the verbatims of the press conference to make sure. Uh, I. Truly oh, you're doing the uh, real detailed research. It's very... Uh, well, I just I just want to make sure. We tend to misquote things in the media a little bit. But that's uh, fun, right? Yeah. He says, I've had a chat with Rahul Bhai that we will have to open with Virat in some matches because he's our third yeah. opener. We saw that in the yeah. last match. Now, that, I think that's more assuming there will be some injuries and stuff over the course of a long tournament. I don't know if that's as much saying... He said, uh, like we saw in the last tournament, like, Anyway, I keep going. Let's let's assume they're saying they're going to rotate it a little. Why do you hate it so much? I don't know. It, I think it just sets conflicting signals. Unless he's playing a deeper game of like confusing the opposition, like they don't know who's going to turn out one day. But I mean, but what what is the message then you're sending to someone like Pant or DK, right? Like if Rahul doesn't play and Kohli opens, that means that DK and Pant will both play the game. So and what about Huda? Where does he fit into all of this uh, situation? No, I mean, but those are unrelated to kind of like those are going to be con- confusing questions anyway, right? You're saying yeah. your your issue is that Rohit said Kohli may open once in a while. That's why I'm a little confused. Yeah, if you're saying that if somebody is injured, then yeah, he may open, and he talks yeah. about flexibility and all of that stuff. But I mean, I don't know who India's openers are, and do does India know who India's openers are? Because you basically want- said Rahul will open with me, but Virat may open in some matches. I heard it as, hey, normally you travel with openers and you travel with a third opener, right? We always do mm-hmm. most tournaments, etc. And he's saying... But we have Sky also has opened the batting, remember? Yeah, so so what Rohit is saying is Sky is going to stay at his position. And if there's a need to change openers in some games, Kohli slots up. We're not traveling with 
I don't uh, know, a Gil or a Gaikwad or so, any of these backup openers because we'd rather rejig our batting order, change the lower order and play Kohli up. Then let's say Rahul gets injured, slotting in a whole new guy just to protect Kohli at three and Sky at four doesn't make sense. And I'm okay with that, actually. And so do you think that he's accounting for his own injuries as well in this? Because he does have a history of getting injured. I mean, it's possible. Unfortunately. it's possible. We have a backup captain also now then, I guess. Who's a backup captain now? I've I mean, it's got to be... Is it Rahul? I was going to say, I was joking about Kohli having captain in World Cups before. But uh, Rahul is again ca- captain, Pant can captain, Harzik can captain. We got lots of captains in this squad. Yeah, cool. Okay. Also, anyway. man, did you follow the Sanju Samson drama? I don't think so. What did I miss? Because apparently uh, Sanju Samson fans were really upset that he was left out of the T20 squad. So there's going to be some protests and stuff at the India-Australia games. Oh, man. Uh, because they're being held, one of them is being held in Kerala. Uh, and by the way, the first one is Samson, I said Lucknow mistakenly, I meant Mohali. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, but one of them is going to be held in Kerala, right? There's a game yeah. in, in Kerala. There's, I'm seeing Mohali, Nagpur and Hyderabad. Oh, it's, but what about South Africa? Is a game Oh, maybe, maybe South one of the South Africa games will be, yeah. Because apparently there's a plan for by the uh, Sanju Samsung fan brigade to disrupt a game. And so, I don't know, this is all social media conspiracy theory, which we take as gospel truth, clearly. Yeah, yes. But the Sanju first, came out... The first South Africa T20s in Thiruvananthapur. Yeah. So, that's so Sanju came out and said, listen, it's very hard to break into the team. And like, he, he, he played it pretty well, to be honest. Like, he was okay. very... Good. chilled about it but this is exactly what we say right like Sanju must be in the squad when he's in the squad and you play him and you're like oh he had such an ugly shot he's got out I've lost but he'll play him. his first match will be great he'll almost guaranteed score above 50 we should just play him directly in the just final match. match and then drop him yeah that's it just bring him <laughs> in for one important match and then drop him knockout games alright we yeah. could talk about this Forever, DJ, there's, like I said, because there hasn't been a lot happening in the world of cricket, this is going to be a short episode. So why don't we take a quick break? Let's come back and talk a little bit about the India Women's Series. But actually, before we do that, predictions, India-Australia 3 T20s. Well, it's, um, it's been a lot of, the world's lot number of... one team versus the world champions, right? Remember, this is Australians are the T20 world champions. So there's going to be a lot of like the subtext. Right? You've got Zampa versus Kohli. You've got Cummins versus Rohit. You've got Bumrah versus uh, Warner. You've got I mean, Finch who just retired, who just backed who publicly backed Steve Smith to come good in T20s, which is interesting as well. So last Yeah, there's a, maybe a captaincy play by, by Smith and... And some leadership play by Warner. So the good old leadership group might be getting back together. And by um, the way, Tim David going to play in Australian colours, which is a whole different thing too. Tim David. Yeah, uh, someone said that he's made a, he's making his international debut. That's not true because he obviously he's making his international for, debut for Australia. Yeah, but he's played for Singapore before, right? That's so, correct. Yeah. Um, and interestingly, someone else has just given up their... Uh, speaking of Tim David, obviously I thought about central contracts and stuff. Remember, Trent Bolt has given up. Jimmy Neesham has just given yeah. his central contract up to play t- commitments to T20 leagues. This is what we spoke about a few weeks ago, man, on the show that more and more people are going to start thinking about becoming T20 freelancer. Someone like a mm-hmm. Tim David who t- doesn't have a central contract and goes around the world playing leagues. Someone like a Chris Gale who got so much hate for it. Andrew Russell, these guys got hate for it. But this yeah, is they were just the first the ones. Money. I mean, even now Sunil Narayan is having issues with the board where Desmond Haynes made a statement about him not playing the World Cup and because he didn't respond or didn't, you know, wasn't adequately in touch with the boards and things. So yeah, I think this is this is just the way it goes now. It's going to be fascinating. Absolutely but, brilliant. But anyway, three, three T20s, India-Australia predictions? 2-1 to India. Yeah, I, think I think we're think playing good cricket. 
I think we're playing I was gonna predict it. It's a very I mean, safe prediction, though, isn't it? Like you can't really say Australia is going to beat us. You've got to account for the one. You know, we just lost the Asia Cup, right? bad minutes of cricket. But we just we just lost See, the Asia Cup. We've forgotten that we lost the Asia Cup because Kohli scored a hundred and then Pakistan didn't win. That's true. So we're so like all, all happy because Sri Lanka's like good job, guys. That's true. We were pretty happy. If we have to lose, we were happiest to lose. I think to Sri Lanka, maybe followed by Afghanistan. So yeah, Pakistan won one more game than us, which was Afghanistan, right? Which were those two Nasim Shah sixes. That's what it, in your head. That's all that has come down. That's Forget it. That's that we should have won. I'm, I'm all pumped for October twenty three. I'm there, boys, wearing my India jersey. The new that's one. That's going to be great. You should go live from the stadium. But we'll think about that a little bit later. For now, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about the women's series. Welcome back to the Edges and Sledges Cricket Podcast. Right, DJ, you've been, you know, there's been a lot going on in England, obviously. In, it's been in the news across the world, etc. But what we do know has, is that despite some of the football matches or soccer matches, depending on what part of the world you're in, being cancelled in the first weekend, etc. We have seen the continuation of India versus England win. It has not been without controversy, right? Uh, the first T20 that happened, India ended up losing. Harman said the conditions were not 100%. Ground was too wet. There were chances of getting injured. We had injuries. So, so, so you know, obviously a little bit bitter that they were kind of forced into playing despite conditions not being perfect. But, I mean, where it stands right now, the India India women lost the T20 series uh, 2-1, which was just our prediction now, pretty safe. But, you know, England won the first one, India won the second, pretty convincingly, I might add, and then England won the third. And then the ODIs have just started. At the time of recording this, only one ODI has completed. And India won it convincingly, thanks to some heroics by Smriti Mandana at the top of the order, who was very unlucky to miss out on a century. So so let's start with, talk me through the, the, the kind of T20 series. Did you get a chance to watch any any of it or much of it? And yeah. what's your take yeah. on kind of the the, the first, first match and the comments on the ground, etc.? So the first match, uh, I think it was at Durham, right? Which is probably the coldest ground where international cricket was played in England and it was it's it's been cold in England this week it's it's been rainy it's been cold it's the summer's definitely gone hmm. uh and uh, there was rain that's why it started a bit late and i mean india we kind of crawled to 133 and they were absolutely appalling in the field there's no other way of describing that. India were horrific in the field. And Radha Yadav went off with an injury to her shoulder. Uh, she's one of the better fielders and a bowler. And then I thought the comments that Herman made were probably unnecessary at that stage. You didn't lose the game because the ground wasn't fit to play on. Mm. India lost the game because they dropped catches. Took a wicket off a no ball. I think uh, Renuka took a wicket in the first over of a no ball. And like England just thrashed it. What I don't like is captains coming out and blaming conditions. Like it's kind of what, like Kohli said, right in the 2019 World Cup as well. I don't want to draw comparisons between the men's and women game, but it's like oh, there was one short boundary. Who cares? Yeah. It's the same conditions for everyone. Everyone's playing. If you didn't want to play it, you should have complained to the umpires before the game, not in the media after the game. So I thought that was poor form from. I believe they did. By the way, that's my understanding. But also, I mean, what what is your point of view? Even if you even if you lose badly and like, maybe she should have just said, hey, we lost, we played bad cricket, it's fine, but also worth noting, right? There's a slight difference and that's the what makes good captains also good at handling the media and stuff, but maybe it should have just been handled slightly differently, right? But it may be a communication thing as well. I, I, I mean, often you have to, these guys get media training, but they're not, they're not debaters or they're not sure. spokespersons, right? So maybe, and there's always, 
I mean, the English media is good at blowing up a good soundbite too. So, so that that was the that uh, we didn't play good cricket in that game. Similarly, uh, we won the second game quite convincingly. I don't think there was much to talk about. Smriti, man, Smriti again, right? Yeah. You know, I was watching the pre-game broadcast, which I don't think you even get in India. You got it on mm. Sky over here. Yeah. Dominic Cook called her the best bats batter in the world. Wow, that's wow. Yeah, I the mean, best batter in the world, and she's got to be up better there, to Ganguly, who Dominic Cook is obviously bold to. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And if I'm mean, so proud, like as an Indian yeah. fan, to like hear that one of your batters is the best in the world. That's pretty. I mean, obviously, you have the Kohlis and the Tendulkars in the men's game, but like it's great to hear that accolade being given to Smriti, which is just awesome. Yeah, she made a magnificent seventy-nine. I think it was it was a great performance. Again, just like. Took the game away from England, and it made the thirty twenty a. It was a nice little piece of revenge after the the weird comments about the pitch and all that. But then made the thirty twenty a exciting. Unfortunately, neither she nor the any of the top order Indian batters could handle Sophie Eccleston or Sarah Glenn in that first uh, in that thirty twenty i. Right, so India mm-hmm. ended up crumbling to one hundred and twenty two for eight and. That England was finished. also. I mean, I watched that game and it was painful. It was. Let's be clear, painful. right? I wasn't. I watched the highlights. It was like seventy something for seven, right, or fifty something for six. So, so it getting was, to one hundred twenty-two, we went thirty for four and ten overs. Thirty-five. I don't know five when the, in ten overs. Like so, yeah. Much? I mean, thirty-five for five in ten overs, right? Okay. So sitting here saying one hundred twenty-two is pretty impressive, thanks to some some lower order. Richa. Uh, yeah, Richard batted great, was, uh, ably backed by Pooja Vastrakar, but just. And just uh, unbelievable that after winning on the high of a phenomenal win in the second T20, you end up crumbling. So that happens. Yeah. Unfortunately, we've said this before, in India's uh, women's T20 team doesn't probably get to play quite enough cricket to to be able to perform in these big must-win matches and things like that. It's not not an excuse. I think obviously an exceptionally talented no, but side, but yeah. Two things on that. One, we haven't won a bilateral series for a long time other than against Sri Lanka. So there are, I mean, we seem to be doing decently at the like multilateral tournaments. Uh, again, not to compare, but better than what the men's version has been doing. But you say they should be playing more cricket. Smriti actually came out and said she might miss the WBBL because she wants to take like time off because she feels that she's not at full fitness because she's playing too much cricket. So... I don't know. I mean, maybe more cricket isn't the answer. But I mean, I think I think it's the highest level, right? Is what you're saying. So between we basically yeah. go bilaterals to World Cup, then they're flying to the UK to play, then they're flying to Australia to play. Like, yes, mm. you're right. It's not sustainable to for the top, call it eight or nine Indian women to be playing all the formats. So I think mm. equivalently, they just need to they just need to make sure you're, you're focusing on the right ones, right? Does Smriti need to play the bilaterals unless it's against England or Australia? P- potentially not, right? Actually, mm. we just got a comment in uh, from Vasant Narayan, which says the issue with women cricket is they're dependent on Harman and Mandana. It isn't about pressure. It's more about having talent. We need more talent like Smriti, right? So it's, I think the more you have, uh, thanks for sending the comment in, the more you have bank strength, the more you have depth, the more you can say like, yeah, we like we don't need to pick and we don't need to play every single series, but we need our best women playing the best series, in my opinion. Yeah. And and Richa Ghosh has been impressive as well in this series. She had an absolute, I think we took one wicket in the first T20 and she had an absolute blinder of a stumper down the leg side. It was it was quite something. It was a little bit like the Dinesh Karthik stumping that made all the hoardings where he's flying horizontal to the ground. Not as spectacular, but it was it was pretty similar. It was, it was very, very cool. I'm actually going to watch the... Um, Third ODI, which is Julian Goswami's retirement game oh, next week awesome. on Saturday. So I'm going to be that's at Lord's uh, watching that in the ground. 
that's going to be great. Make sure you make sure you take lots of pictures, put it all on socials and stuff. But yeah. yeah. And so the first ODI just happened, DJ, I think nice, nice start after a, a tough T20 loss, right? But I won't go through it in too much. Chulan picked up a wicket, which was nice to see. Uh, pretty decent effort from the bowlers. Deepthi bowled really, really well. Uh, and of course, sorry, Julian picked up a wicket for 20 runs in her 10 overs, right? So very, very economical. And yeah, get restricted the England women to 227. And Smriti, uh, despite Shafali getting out in the second over of the game, Smriti and Yastika made it look easy. Yastika yeah. couldn't finish it off. And Harman came out also made 74. So so a nice knock, good to see. You know, knowing knowing how these series go, potentially we'll lose the second ODI. So that uh, you're set up to watch us. Oh, I hope yeah. we don't, but that's just uh, what history dictates. Yeah, well, let's let's see. I mean, it's uh, it's nice for, but Shefali's also struggled. She struggled this tour of England. I I don't know what it is with. Uh, she struggled in the field. We've we haven't looked great in the field. Um, I don't know. Um, slightly worrying signs. I think the Women's Asia Cup is coming up soon as well. So hopefully some of that can be rectified by then. But um, yeah, until yeah. the I guess the IPL comes in and you have a larger pool of players where you can rotate players more easily, you're going to have people. Uh, getting injured, getting, uh, as you said, with Smithy and stuff, it's uh, it's going to be hard to manage their workload. Yeah, so so with that, I think that covers mostly everything that's been going on in the world of international cricket. Funnily enough, there's a couple of, uh, let's call it older or retired guy series going on. The Road to Safety <laughs> World Series is on. I always think it's interesting when you have a team called India Legends and you have some guys, I'm not going to be mean and say who, but there's some Is it guys the Legends that, League or the World Safety Series? No, I'm talking, talking about, about the Road Safety World. No? There's two different ones. The Road Safety World Series uh, is India Legends versus South Africa Legends, etc. Half those matches, I think, have been rained out, unfortunately. Stuart Binney was mad in the match in our first one, if I remember. Yes. I saw Binney. I just assumed it was Stuart and not Roger. Um, but oh, yeah, no, was, <laughs> Stuart Binney. Um, Roger would be like 80 now, 70 uh, Anyway, Sachin didn't quite show up in that first match. I'm not going to cover more of it. But then I also realized, unrelated, the le- there's something called Legends League cricket, where India Capitals played against Gujarat Giants. And Callis is captaining the India Capitals team, in which Ashley Nurse made a century. And Sawag is captaining the Gujarat Giants team, in which Kevin O'Brien made a century. I'm just confused, man. There's just, there's just too much cricket going on, never-ending cricket. There's a, there's a lot happening. But if you need something to watch while Team India hasn't been playing, uh, tune in to watch some of these. Ashwin, I've just uh, put a comment on your on your screen. All right. How, what what better way to wrap up our episode, right? So um, I, I'll read it out. Bharat Vadva, thank you for writing in. Thanks for listening live as well. But it says, hi, guys, this is my favorite podcast. After IndieCast, finding you guys, especially DJ, has been my find of the decade. That is... Find of incredible. the decade. I mean, yeah. it's only two, two years in, but uh, yeah... Hopefully we maintain that for the next eight years. Yeah, what a what a what a wonderful note to end that on. So DJ, thank you for joining me this week. It's been fun to to catch up, even though there hasn't been as much happening. By the time we're here next, at least two of the T20s will be done, maybe all three. And so hopefully India comes out victorious and sets up well for the upcoming World Cup. But that yeah. brings us to our wrap. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in on YouTube. Again, final time, if you're listening on YouTube, please like and hit the subscribe button. If you are on a podcast, please reach out to us at one tip, one hand, number one, TIP, number one hand, at all social medias, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And please make sure you leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen. We will be back. Are you asking 10 stars? DJ's asking for 10 stars. If those Yeah, you can do it twice. Once on Spotify and once on Apple. Oh, great. If you want to leave us 10 stars, stars, please leave us 10 stars. And (laughs) we will be back next week. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. 
Hello, 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 everybody. It's been another great week on the IBM Podcast Network. On What the Hell Navya, Jaya Bachchan, Shwetananda, and Navya herself dish out stories from their childhood. They discuss tough love between parents and their kids. On Pesa Vesa, Anupam talks to Baman Irani, President-elect Kredai, and Chairman and MD at Rustamji. They discuss the concept of buy versus rent and how to approach buying property in 2022. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus is joined by Meghnath and comedian Shad Shafi. They discuss their opinions on the ongoing Congress presidential elections and Prashant Kishore embarking on a padyatra. On the Life Manifesto, Zarina narrates a story that advocates that stress and emotions are not to be controlled but must be beautifully managed. And on the Filter Coffee podcast, Karthik is joined by Yashraj Akashi, senior ambassador of the TEDx program and curator of TEDx Gateway. They discuss the origin story of TED and its franchise model. Guys, go to our website, ivmpodcast.com. You can check out the merch store, also links to all of our social media stuff, which is at IVM Podcast. Also, do check out our YouTube channels. We have a number of channels with many of your favorite shows available as full video podcasts. Finally, we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thank you so much for making this possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya, and on our show, Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IBM Podcast app and the website, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Working Monday to Friday glued to your chair making you feel dull? Worry not. Get your 5-minute weekly dose of travel around the world with postcards from nowhere. Join me every Thursday as I explore the strange, obscure and fascinating parts of the world and bring out facets of travel you may not have thought of before. You can find us on the IBM Podcast app, website or wherever you get your podcast from.